It's Thursday, January 21, 2010. More fodder for climate change deniers. The FDA aims at BPA. Plus, climate legislation, Scott Brown, and lots and lots of money. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Who made the EPA the protector of the environment? Yeah, who did, Stephen? Don't worry, the Supreme Court will take care of that little problem, too. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is brought to you by VelvetRevolution.us. It is now another big election year, as you may have noticed, and VR is continuing the years-long fight against failed and faulty electronic voting systems. Fight the fight along with VR, really by signing on to the DeboldReturnOurMoney.com campaign. It's free, and your voice makes a difference. Really, sign on at DeboldReturnOurMoney.com to continue the fight for free, fair, accurate, and transparent elections in 2010. Yes, it matters. All right, Des, well, to answer Stephen Colbert's question there, the answer is it was actually that pinko commie lefty socialist Richard Nixon who established the EPA. And if Senate Republicans and maybe even the Supreme Court have anything to say about it, we'll just continue ignoring the EPA entirely. All right, what do you have for us today? Are Himalayan glaciers really melting? The United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change announced this week it is investigating how an unsubstantiated prediction on Himalayan glacier melt slipped into the IPCC's landmark 2007 report. The prediction that glaciers in the Himalayas will be completely gone by 2035. All data in the IPCC report was supposed to be from peer-reviewed studies only, but this one was from an article and the scientist quoted says he never gave a specific date. Himalayan glaciers are still exhibiting accelerated melt rates. It's just the date of their demise that shouldn't be in the report. That's good news because the Himalayas provide drinking water for hundreds of millions of people in China and India. But of course, climate change deniers have pounced on this, saying that one sentence in the report's nearly 3,000 pages overturns all of climate science. Uh, so... Uh the prediction about the glaciers is accurate except for the date, the, the fact that there's a specific date of 2035. That's correct. And one thing is clear, the IPCC really did not need this embarrassment. Not after the email nonsense. As you say, here is yet more fodder for the climate change denialists, and their criticism here is appropriate. These scientific reports need to be peer-reviewed, and yes, we've got 3,000 pages, whatever it is, and we're talking about a single line, but they know the forces they're aligned against, and if they don't get their house in order, we can expect this sort of thing to happen. The FDA takes aim at BPA. We've been reporting on the growing evidence that shows exposure to BPA may be a significant health risk for humans. BPA is a synthetic estrogen and known endocrine disruptor widely used in food containers that has been found to leach into foods and liquids. Canada and Europe banned BPA in baby bottles after it was linked to brain and reproductive development problems in fetuses and children. In 2008, the Food and Drug Administration declared BPA safe. But in a must-read report, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel shows that decision was heavily influenced influenced by BPA manufacturers. Oh, go figure. Who'd have thunk that? Yeah, last week, the FDA reversed itself, officially labeling BPA a chemical of concern. But then this week, FDA said it can't do anything about it. Turns out there's a little loophole in the regulations. Back in 1963, BPA was designated an indirect food additive rather than a food contact. A food additive? Yes, rather than a food contact item, which means BPA, unlike most chemicals, is essentially exempt from regulations and scrutiny. So the BPA in... Plastic water bottles is a food additive to that water, as they see it. Indirect okay. food additive. Great. 
there are a couple of options. Congress can ban it by law, but with lobbying these days, who knows if that would ever happen. And the FDA could revoke approval, but that would require a lengthy rulemaking process first. And with the Supreme Court decision today allowing unlimited campaign finance money flowing into uh, political uh, federal elections... I'd say uh, just about all of this is game over, Desi. The election of Republican Scott Brown to the U.S. Senate seat held by the late Ted Kennedy has big implications for comprehensive climate legislation. The conventional wisdom is the climate legislation is as good as dead now that Democrats no longer have their so-called filibuster-proof majority that never managed to get much done anyway. They'll quit and turn things over to the Republicans' apparently new 41-59 vote majority in the U.S. Senate. It's amazing. Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid has been saying that climate legislation will move forward, but Republicans and corporate Democrats are pushing very hard against it. Does Harry Reid still get to call himself the Majority Leader since the GOP now has that 41-59 majority? Just in time for this election cycle, in a split decision, the Supreme Court handed down today that major ruling striking down parts of campaign finance law restricting how much money corporations can give to campaigns. Now there are no limits. To put that into perspective, ExxonMobil had $45 billion in profit in 2008 alone. Now there is nothing stopping them from spending billions, that's with a B, on any legislator. It's game over, Desi. I hate to say it, this has not been a fun week for those of us who give a damn about we, the people, and the Constitution. We are now officially, I think, the United Corporations of America. Read about all of these stories and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Follow us at twitter.com slash greennewsreport and download us on iTunes anytime. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report.